Welcome to the Advice and Insights Podcast with David L. Bonson. Welcome to this week's Advice and Insights Podcast from the Bonson Group. I am David Bonson, the lucky soul who will uh, present our Advice and Insights of the week, this week around the subject of the Central Bank, the Federal Reserve. Um, I do serve as the Chief Investment Officer here at our firm, and I will tell you this, I believe that the Fed right now is 10 times a bigger story than the White House, than the DOJ, than Mueller, FBI, all all the fun stuff. So you get about 10 times, or actually more than 10 times, about 90 times the coverage in the press on on things related to Beltway, White House, politics, those things. I understand why. It's a lot more entertaining, I suppose, and open-ended. The Fed's more academic. It's more dry. But um, as the central banks of the world meet this week in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, for their annual symposium, and because the president himself, speaking of the politics side, has upped the ante with a, a statement about what he thinks the Fed should be doing and not doing around interest rates, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus my comments more on the, on the Fed side today. Uh, the fact of the matter is that the federal uh, funds futures market has priced in a 93.6% chance of a rate hike, another quarter point at the September meeting in a few weeks. Now, by the time you're viewing this or hearing this, the uh, futures market's probably changed to some degree, but you get the idea. You have well over 90% uh, uh, chance of that being priced in. And then on the December meeting, it's currently priced in somewhere between 60 and 62%, so better than half, but not as, uh, shall we say, certain outcome as the, as the futures market's indicating for September. Um, I think that's about right. I think that the, that the Fed will raise rates in September, and then they are going to wait and see. And the way I wrote about it at DividendCafe.com this week is this. Um, In 2015, you had a very similar environment. The Fed was desperate to normalize monetary policy. One difference between then and now is they hadn't even started yet. Now they're about 200 basis points in. They've done eight rate hikes to get us up to this 2% level, or seven to get to one three-quarter. They're about to get to two. That'll be the eighth hike, okay? But then the dollar just went on a tear. Emerging markets got uh, their faces torn off. And the Fed said, okay, well, the tightening is done for us. The combination of weakening international markets, that heavy divergence from other central banks on a global basis, um, and the rallying dollar caused the Fed to just wait. They just sort of chickened out. And, And I guess the question is, will they end up going a sort of 2015 route after September? Um, or will they go all the way through the normalization that they've kind of indicated they intend to do? I think it's a very legitimate question. I don't know the answer. Um, the yield curve is hyper flat. It is not inverted, but you have a very small spread between the two-year treasury and the 10-year treasury. Um, and there's a lot of kind of theories as to why that may be around the term structure of the yield curve right now in the treasury market. Um, which I think is somewhat legitimate. There's technical factors. But either way, the Fed may very well be afraid to invert the yield curve to get the short-term rate above the 10-year and 30-year Treasury bonds, the yields that they offer, okay? So here's the point I'm making. People making huge bets right now around the belief that the Fed sees this all the way through 
um, are taking a very big risk. They have a precedent for backing off, and there's even data right now from their own interpretive lens that may cause them to say, uh, we want to kind of hold tight a little. Um, and they may meet in the middle. They may do another rate hike, but even slow down their reduction of their balance sheet where they're, where they're letting bonds fall off, to, which is another policy tool they've used to make for easier money. And now they're trying to tighten a little around that, that about their own assets, and maybe they kind of slow down in that realm, which, which loosens some of the tightening they're doing, if you follow what I'm saying. I don't know exactly what they'll do, but I do know that I would not be placing a big bet either way. This is where the prudence for the investor comes in. So call this the advice part of the advice and insights. I think the prudent thing to do is for the Fed, uh, for investors to assume the Fed is going forward with what they're saying, and to follow the futures market forecast around it, the Fed has been anti-disruption and shock and awe and surprise in the market for quite some time. Um, as far as what the Fed ought to do, I would definitely be leaning very heavily towards the bias of getting us to a point of normalization. And of course, any extreme data that contradicts that it, you know, could change my mind. But right now, I think that at 3.8% unemployment, 4.1% GDP growth, a uh, very healthy environment for risk assets. They've been, the Fed's been given an excuse to get us to normalcy or nearer to normalcy, and we're not there yet. And then, and then when you do have a slowdown, when you do end up having some recession, the Fed will not have bullets in their gun to help, to help normalize monetary policy. And, and, and I'm, I'm saying that from the vantage point of what I think they're thinking. I think they believe they need to have that um, e equipment ready to go, okay? And so that's the way we'd be viewing it. Um, it is not a time to be uh, uh, hyper-overweighted on the low side of risk or the high side. And, and that may sound like a real convenient allocation, but it is the accurate one. Um, you have fundamental strength that you want to be invested in. You have a need for return premium that can be found in risk assets. And yet you have some uncertainty on what the Fed could do that just should leave you in a nice moderate middle, in, in my opinion, from a risk positioning. Um, so that's, that's kind of our take this week as it comes to advice and insights. Uh, you, you really are going to end up with a Fed that has the ability to shock markets if they were to choose to slow down to not let emerging markets bear all this weight on their own. Um, if, if they go that route uh, so that the other countries are not exporting their deflation to us, then you could have a huge rally um, because uh, in, in international markets, in commodities, in, in assets that benefit from a, a dollar dropping the other way, so uh, that, that would be our position. We're not betting on those things happening. We're just not going to bet against them happening. That's my advice this week. Thanks for listening to my insights. We'll see you next week. This is David Bonson at The Bonson Group. And please do check out DividendCafe.com. Thank you for listening to our Advice and Insights podcast with David L. Bonson. The Bonson Group is registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. 
This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there's no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. The team in Hightower shall not be in any way liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information reference herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the team and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.